Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And joining me today, I have two fabulous guests. They are both songwriters, entrepreneurs. They host a podcast called the Gratitude Meditation Podcast. Joining me today is Frank and Rayco. Hey, welcome, you guys. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you so much for having, for us, having us today. This, this is exciting for me, and I don't often get to interview two people at the same time. You may never do yeah. it again. <laughs> this may be it, right? Well, I'm excited to have you join the show today because I have long taught, and all of the listeners know this, I have long taught that gratitude is a really important element of our mental health and maintaining positivity, and that meditation is one of the best practices that we can engage in to, to clear some of the noise and, and get our mind focused on purpose. The name of the show is Live on Purpose. Right. And sometimes life pushes us around. Well, it would be really nice if we could take, take the handle on life and, and live it more on purpose. Frank Kilpatrick and Rako. <laughs> yes. Tell us a little bit about where you're coming from and why this topic is so important to you. We've worked on, we've written music together three or four years and uh, a couple of years ago came up with a concept of really recognizing um, gratitude and expressing it in our music. And uh, the theme is pretty simple. It's that every, every moment in our lives, there are things that we can focus on, put our attention toward mm-hmm. and feel enriched by. So we came up with the idea of that concept and setting it to music. And what we did was um, put together these words with uh, Reiko's beautiful vocals. Uh, she wrote much of the music as well, along with a fellow named Alex Wand, who actually won a Grammy. Uh, so the, the three of us and Reiko's husband and some others helped. And uh, we put together this series that has both audio and video elements. The audio, uh, of course, is this, are the songs and the video encompasses uh, uh, beautiful, uh, nature images and other just everyday uh, uh, snapshots. And we've mm. overlaid on that the, the, the affirmative words. So we think it's a perfect package to capture uh, people's attention and take them into a appreciative and meditative state uh, through these, these multiple modalities. I'm loving that image. I know as a psychologist that when we combine uh, images uh, messages, uh, gratitude, music, combining those things has a much more profound impact on the mind than any one of those individually. You're saying just it. And, and you've honed in on this. Mm-hmm. What are you finding is the impact that it's having on people? Rico, do you want to take that one? You've heard from some people who've been um, exquisitely touched by this. 
Yeah, we um, we get comments on the uh, YouTube channels, and uh, actually, I get uh, personal messages from people who are very touched by um, they're going through their own personal problems or uh, not being able to hold on to gratitude um, because they're overwhelmed by uh, sorrows or uh, stress, especially during yeah. 2020. And um, we receive a lot of people just telling us how, you know, music has helped them just carry them through those stressful trying times. And for me, uh, my personal experience, um, I have always played, I started with uh, playing classical piano um, when I was four or five years old. Mm. Um, I had this uh, strange ability of if I hear music once, I was able to play it with piano. And oh, wow. my, gran <laughs> my grandfather was always my uh, captivated audience. And just like you were saying how music is powerful and it's supposed to visual. Um, even though when I was a kid, I was a complex individual already. And I felt so much from what was going on in the house, going on around me. And whenever I get stressed, even five, age of five or six, I would just go to the piano and I would just put a theme song a theme to the feelings that I, I was having and that's how I started composing music um, just based on feeling I had a piano teacher who uh, I hated uh oh <laughs> yeah I I did well, I, I started loving you know her more than anything in the world uh, back then after this but she I hated her because you know she would come to the house twice a week and locked me in the uh, room with the piano and made, made me study. And none, no kids like to study. <laughs> and so I threw a tantrum one day and then told her to get out of the house and never come back. <laughs> and she said, okay, you know, before you throw me out, uh, let's play a game. Um, I want to go to the backyard, your, your backyard. Let's, let's burn all this text and just sheet music, burn it all. And I was like, you are the coolest teacher all of a sudden. And uh, I'm like, let's go, let's go do it. And we did it. And uh, we came back to the room and I thought she was going to say goodbye, have a good life and, you know, farewell to you. But she said, uh, let's play a game. And I said, game I like, okay. And she said, um, I want you to go over there and turn around. And um, I'm going to start playing chords and I want you to start naming chords. We did that game for like two weeks or so. And then after two weeks, she said, now come back to the piano. And I'm like, why? I'm not going to play the piano. She goes, just, just come back just for the game. So I went back to the piano and she said, now you know all those in your head and your feet. You know, you felt all those chords and you can name them. You know all those chords. Now I want you to look outside and see those maple tree. And I want you to play the maple tree. And, but before that, I want you to play your mother. And I said, play my mother. And she goes, yes, whatever you, whatever comes to your mind about your mother, I want you to just start playing the theme for your mother. 
And that was the very first composition that I have written. And it was about my mother. It was about five years old or five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five years old. And it was the whole song. And then so that was my first composition and first meditation, actually, because you have to meditate to think about your mom and what is going on in her head and what, how she, what she means to me. And so that's how I learned, I guess, how to meditate. <laughs> I'm sorry, long-winded explanation. <laughs> Rachel, you, you mentioned your mother just now, and I know that there is a very personal experience that you had years later. Yes. As you became a caregiver for your mother. Yes. And this is part of the inspiration that led to the gratitude meditation. Yes. Can you share that with us as well? Sure. On Veterans Day 2018, she got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And during the whole time I was at the hospital with her waiting for treatment, I was able to bring my home studio to her hospital room. And I composed Awakening, uh, which is the uh, relaxing, relaxing version of Awakening in Gratitude series. And let me tell you, it was really not only helpful, it was essential for me to compose that piece because it helped me through somehow turning into the scariest, most insecure, uneasy time to shift into the moment to remembering every single good that mm. would happen in every day, like, you know, one day at a time thing. And Yes. <clears throat> yeah, so that was, yeah. This, this music that you're creating, mm-hmm. it, it has an impact on others, but this, this started from a place that, that was so profound and meaningful for you personally. Exactly. And yeah. I know, uh, Frank, you've got a, a little different story about that, but, but also received some inspiration about, about gratitude. And I think it had something to do with a trip down the Nile or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Indeed, my wife and I traveled down the Nile and experienced the remarkable um, leap of time of these people who had invented tremendous things that were, even today, kind of unimaginable. And um, it was so inspiring to think of the generations and generations who have been on this earth since then and the connection we have with all of them. And that, that was really the kind of the starting point for even thinking of the words and the concept of gratitude before we had any music for it at all. Uh-huh. It, it's awe-inspiring, isn't it? To, to just sit back and contemplate the, the immense contributions that have been made by people all over the world, really, and, and allowing ourselves to go to a place of gratitude with that. I'll be curious as we get into this to the second half of our conversation today. I'll be curious to see what you've learned about the practice of meditation and maybe what we can do to implement that to bring more more peace and and joy into our lives. Does that sound okay? That's great. Folks, this is Frank Kilpatrick and Rako joining me today at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. 
Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Rayco and Frank Kilpatrick <laughs> joining me at Live On Purpose Radio today. And I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. It's triggered some questions for me. Uh, I, I just love the concept that you've brought to the table here and the inspiration that, that started it. You're both coming from very different places and and initial inspirations, but coming to the same conclusions, which is is cool. And as we focus on gratitude and then practice meditation around that, could you give us um, a little introduction here to uh, where we might start? If uh, some of our listeners are thinking, hey, meditation, I've heard, you know, that's a really great thing to do, but how do, how do I get started? Where would you suggest that they, that they start? I would suggest you start where you are, meaning. <laughs> I love that. That uh, different people, we've all probably heard, maybe we've said it ourselves or we've heard others say, oh, I can't meditate. My thoughts get in the way or whatever. I tried it. It didn't work. We've heard that, right? Well, yeah. that's why I say you start where you are, because here's what we know. Uh, way back in the, I guess it was the 1970s, a fellow named um, Herbert Benson, who was the Harvard Medical School, wrote a book called The Relaxation Response, which was one of the first to scientifically document the value of meditation before it had been a kind of uncharted territory. And as I mm -hmm. say, that was the beginning of really legitimizing it as an important discipline for improving body, mind, and soul. And uh, so the thing that we've noticed, though, is that coming back to the I can't meditate belief, um, people come at it differently. And so some people are best at meditating by just uh, taking and putting themselves in a quiet room, a dark room uh, by themselves. Uh, some folks uh, like a guided meditation, perhaps with a, uh, a, a teacher of sort to take them on a journey. Um, in our case, we, we find that we are, as you said before, uh, working to engage all of the senses with video, with um, audio, with the on-screen affirmations, uh, with the beautiful scenery and, and images. And so uh, I would suggest that whatever path works uh, is, is the best one to follow. I think one of the other things that I hear sometimes in talking with people is that they they can't devote a great amount of time to it. So in our case, with the gratitude video series, uh, we actually crafted them as about nine or ten minute little 
pieces and actually they're kind of bookends. There's a morning um, energy, energy, uh, energy focused segment and one and the evening for relaxation that helps you uh, relax and, and head off to, to sleep. So whatever, uh, whatever you find, there are a lot of resources, uh, including ours, uh, but whatever works for you. Before the, the show, Frank, we were, we were chatting a little bit about what direction we'd go today with our conversation. And I made a comment about, well, I'm not really an expert in gratitude. And, and you suggested maybe we're all experts. <laughs> and as you said, start from where you are. You know, I'm thinking, where else can you start from, really? Um, but I, I'm hearing from you that whatever speaks to us or what, whatever resonates well with us personally, that's a good place to start. It doesn't have to look a certain way or be defined a certain way or, or be like anybody else. Um, but whatever it is that resonates with you is, is probably a good place to start with this. Is that fair? I, you know, and it's great because you can just on your way home today, you can start this, this process by just appreciating what you see. You uh, go to home to a, a place that's, that's safe. You can go home uh, to people that you can talk with. Maybe you go home to uh, your own solitude, but whatever it is, it's those individual elements that once we focus our attention and consciousness on them, they can become triggers for the wider meditative journey. That, that reminds me, I once heard this, um, the quiz, um, somebody said, uh, okay, so look around in your room um, uh, and just find everything that is yellow. And then it's like, I give you 10 seconds, look around in your room, just everything yellow. And it just tell me like how many numbers of yellows that you saw. And then you close your eyes and then they said, okay, time's up. And then open your eyes and just tell me the numbers of yellow uh, things that you saw. And that's what we think, right? That he's going mm -hmm. to say. But then instead, the person who was giving the quiz, he says, tell me how many red things that was in the room that you missed. Mm -hmm. And so that is kind of like the gratitude. Like in somebody else says also said that good things are like Teflon. It slips right off of us. Bad things are like sticks to us like Velcro. So we need to reverse that. We need to reverse the Teflon and Velcro thing. And we need to have the good things sticks to us more than the bad things. Just Teflon, the bad things. And just always have this positive yeah, as much as we can. And also, I really, really like uh, what Frank was saying about, you know, people do have hard time meditating and they don't know. They, I, we, we get asked all the time, how do you meditate? How do you do this? It's, before I became a full-time composer, I was a personal fitness trainer and meal planner. Oh. And some, yeah, and some people can work out by themselves. Like, you know, don't even go to the gym and they can just have the weight room in the house and they can just do whatever, right? Yeah. Others need the cheerleader. They need to go to the class and they need to see, be, get motivated by the instructor and or the people who attend the class. So our video is kind of like the class that mm -hmm. if you have a, problem meditating, come to the class and we'll do it together. <laughs> ah, yes. And yeah, at the same time, you. trust your own confidence that as we were just talking about, you can do it on your own. Again, yeah. driving home tonight and you can start to see all the yellow and all the red and all the opportunity to really find our own power in shaping our perception and uh, 
the, the way we uh, evaluate what we see in a more positive way. I love this. I'm remembering, Reiko, earlier you were talking about this little five-year-old girl not interested in piano <laughs> and, and that inspired teacher that, that reached out to you in some ways. And, and I'm picturing you looking out that window at the maple tree. Yes. And seeing it differently because of, of the attention. And it's, as we're talking about, you know, Frank, you said on your way home, you can do this. Start seeing your world differently or being more fully present with whatever it is that you're doing. Exactly. I, I remember one of my mentors saying, hey, you can do this while you're doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. Feel the warmth of the water. You know, that just marvel at the, the miracle that you've got hot water in this sink. Right. Uh, you know, looking at things differently. And I think we make it too complicated sometimes where meditation is uh, probably more about just being more present and more accepting and uh, embracing of the world that you're in right now. Here's something I find just kind of relevatory in that context mm -hmm. that Rachel and I talk about a lot. And that's the fact that in our general consensus world, if we read the newspaper, or watch TV, there's not much discussion of this approach to a different mental perspective, right? Mm -hmm. We're concerned about whether the Kardashian's doing or this or that or something. And this is a whole different framework of making your own choice to uh, experience things on your own terms. And so I think it's it's valuable to think about the fact that you're notwithstanding you can get a class once in a while and hopefully the gratitude videos provide some of that. In the main, that's not such a common experience in our in our culture or any culture. So recognizing that means we're not going to feel quite as alone in not seeing it all the time. We have to create it ourselves because it's not so generally available. Mm. Right. We'll start to notice things once we invite ourselves or maybe even give ourselves permission. Mm -hmm. I like that. To, like you said, Frank, start where we are. And then, Reiko, as you're suggesting, hey, there's red out there as well as yellow. Let's yeah. just let's <laughs> notice what's going on around us. Now, you've, you've referred to um, the gratitude videos. Uh, tell us more about that, because this is a resource that you have created to assist in this journey. Yeah, so as Frank said, we have two versions of the same songs. Um, we have energizing, energizing version for the morning, relaxing version for the night. And we use pretty much the same words on every song we, we have on the video. So it becomes like it gives you the muscle memories of the positive messages um, and different the different supported by different composition. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, uh, kind of hypnotizing you with positives and gratitudes. Um, I don't know if it, 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 right, Frank, that's what we do. I would, I would say, I would say you, you characterized it well. And, and interestingly, uh, as you say, the words are simple, mm -hmm. uh, but somehow they penetrate more. Uh, I've got, I've just, just to think of the chorus of, of one of the very first songs, 
it's, uh, and Rico sings this beautifully, I celebrate gratitude, that is how I thrive. I create my own joy, I'm happy to be alive. But that, that's listenable at so many different levels. And when it really penetrates, it has the power of a tornado. I can't tell you all the specific research, but I'm aware of studies that have been done about exactly what you're, you're saying here. When, when a message is combined with music, especially music of certain wavelengths, it, it triggers different brain patterns. It, it sinks deeper into the soul. Well, that's why it was so great having Alex Wan as our uh, collaborator. As I mentioned, he's um, very accomplished as a, a musicologist. He's currently working on his PhD. Uh, as I mentioned, also won a Grammy. And his area of focus is microtonal technology, which is essentially, it's the study of the tones between the notes on a piano key. And the wow. little gradations of difference in perception and tone and tuning are one of the elements, one of the secret weapons, so to speak, that we've used in the Gratitude video podcast series. So there's there's a lot of art and science going into this. Yeah, two for one. <laughs> well, I love that. Tell us um, in the last few seconds that we have here today on the podcast, where can we connect to these videos and see some of these resources that you're talking about here today? Well, the easiest place just in terms of how to remember it is gratitudevideo.com because it's easy to spell. Just simply gratitudevideo.com. And you can find us on our own podcast through uh, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube. Um, but the, um, as I say, if you're just looking for a quick reference point, gratitudevideo.com will get you there. Gratitudevideo.com. And the podcast is called Gratitude Meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, find that where you find your podcasts. Um, we have both uh, video version. Um, uh, we have um, the audio version for folks who don't have a screen available. We uh-huh. even have uh, a version done by a woman named Rosalinda Masler, who's a personal trainer who did a special version for those of her uh, uh, students who wanted to encompass uh, um, the meditation discipline with their physical work. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's that's so much fun. I've, I've enjoyed this conversation with the two of you today. You've got me thinking about some things. And I appreciate so much the contributions you've made here to Live On Purpose Radio today. Thank you, Frank Thank you, and Rako. Think you about so us much. as you drive home. For sure. <laughs> Think about them as you drive home, folks. And, and now that you've heard this, it's time for all of us to live on purpose. Mm-hmm.